Today is Thursday, April 27th, and you're listening to the Morning Announcements presented by Batches Media. I'm Amanda Duberman, hosting in place of Sammy Sage today, and Morning Announcements is your five-minute breakdown of the headlines that isn't afraid to take aside and roast the most consequential reality show there is, our government. This episode is brought to you by Thrive Cosmetics, beauty products that are certified 100% vegan, cruelty-free, without parabens, sulfites, or phthalates, all without compromising performance. The least likable man in America might be starting to regret his fight with the happiest place on Earth. As Ron DeSantis' poll numbers plummet faster than Space Mountain, Disney has filed a lawsuit in federal court against the Florida governor, accusing him of unlawful retaliation and free speech violations. The feud originates with Florida's Parental Rights and Education Act, which limited discussions of sexual orientation and gender identity in schools. This is what's referred to as the Don't Say Gay Bill. After Disney's former CEO pledged to fight the bigoted legislation, Governor DeSantis coordinated with the Republican-led legislature to dilute Disney's self-government ability by empowering the state government to appoint members to the oversight board. That board is empowered to approve or veto development projects across the district, including new roads, hotels, and theme parks. Its members were previously chosen by Disney. Now, Ron DeSantis chooses them. Nightmare fuel. But here's the thing, Ron. Disney says it already sealed the deal to development rights and final say on any alterations to the 40-mile district with its ex. But recently, the political allies of Ron DeSantis on the new board voted to invalidate that agreement, claiming it wasn't approved correctly. So this brings us to today. This prompted Disney to file a 77-page lawsuit in federal court, which charges DeSantis and other officials with various contract, First Amendment, and due process violations. The company alleges that the actions taken by DeSantis are unlawful, unenforceable, and amount to, quote, a targeted campaign of government retaliation. Unfortunately for Disney, targeted campaigns of government retaliation are kind of Ron DeSantis' whole thing. Now to Montana. Last week, Montana Representative and Democrat Zoe Zephyr told her Republican colleagues in a speech on the House floor that a proposed ban on gender-affirming care for minors would leave blood on their hands. This was presumably a reference to really high suicide rates among young trans people whose mental health would benefit from that gender-affirming care. Republicans called that statement hateful rhetoric, and House Speaker Matt Riger said he would not allow Zephyr to speak again until she apologizes. Side note, tell me why these old, male, crusty lawmakers insist on running their chambers like a frigid governess in a Victorian drama. Republican Representative Joe Reed, who repeatedly and intentionally refers to Representative Zephyr with incorrect pronouns, accused her of making a gesture to her supporters that activated them into more vocal protest earlier in the week. No, Joe, that was just Josh Hawley. On Wednesday, Representative Zephyr was barred from the House floor and gallery for the remainder of the legislative session, which ends next week. She'll be allowed to cast votes remotely, but won't be able to discuss legislation with colleagues or propose amendments. So just imagine the most infuriating Zoom meeting you've ever been on, but you're on mute the entire time and can only thumbs up or down at the end for the same price to taxpayers as if you were there. Zephyr's silencing follows the expulsion of two state legislators in Tennessee for nothing more than passionately disagreeing with their colleagues. I don't know, can't these Republican legislators just be passive aggressive in the team Slack channel like the rest of us? Why do they have to threaten democracy? This next story includes references to sexual assault. Next, we have an update for you regarding the trial and a lawsuit brought by E. Jean Carroll against Donald Trump. As Sammy mentioned yesterday, E. Jean Carroll alleges that Trump raped her and then lied in his denial. These lies amount to defamation, Carroll says, which has harmed her career and quality of life. She said on the stand on Wednesday, quote, he lied and shattered my reputation, and I'm here to try to get my life back. 
Her lawyers challenged Trump's claim that Carol wasn't his type by pointing out that he'd once confused her with his ex-wife, Marla Maples. They also provided evidence against the claim that Carol made up the allegations to sell books. As Eugene Carroll detailed the assault in a Bergdorf Goodman's in the 1990s, Donald Trump was posting about the trial on social media, referring to Carroll as a political operative. The presiding judge rebuked this behavior and suggested Trump was trying to influence the jury. But let's give Eugene Carroll the final word here. Through tears, she said on the stand on Wednesday, quote, to be able to get my day in court, finally, is everything to me. I'm crying because I'm happy I got to tell my story in court. Finally today, a would-be headline. Elizabeth Holmes was supposed to report to prison today, but the long saga of accountability continues. The former CEO won a reprieve after she appealed the requirement that she report to prison while she pursues an appeal on her original fraud conviction. Holmes's lawyers say that they found errors in the judge's rejection of her release during appeal. The delay may be short-lived, though, and the government has until May 3rd to respond. What should she do with the precious time she has left? I don't know. Maybe she should ask the people who thought they had terminal cancer because of her glitchy little blood box. Thank you again for listening to the morning announcements. And thanks again to our partner, Thrive Cosmetics. I love their mascara, the liquid lash extensions one. It's amazing. It mimics the look of lash extensions without the damaging glue or salon prices. Plus, it lasts all day without clumping, smudging, or flaking. Seriously, this mascara is amazing. I know it from personal experience. I went from wearing no mascara because I just couldn't deal with it to wearing the liquid lash extensions every single day. And clearly, I'm not the only one. Their mascara has 25,000 five-star reviews. And if you're a fan of this podcast, I'm sure you'll appreciate that causes in their name for a reason. As part of their mission, every purchase supports organizations that help communities thrive, such as those battling domestic abuse, homelessness, cancer, and more. You have to try Thrive Cosmetics to see for yourself. Right now, you can get an exclusive 15% off your first order when you visit thrivecosmetics.com slash morning. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S.com slash morning for 15% off your first order. Until tomorrow, I'm Amanda Duberman, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.